Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Dolphins. History of Suncorp Stadium. They've beaten the Roosters. 28 points to 18. The stadium erupts. The new boys with the two points. The Dolphins 28. The Roosters 18. An absolutely brilliant start for the Redcliffe Dolphins. You'd have to be happy with that if you're Wayne Bennett and the fans. We're so lucky to be joined by SENQ Breakfast host, Pat Welsh. Pat, thank you so much for your time. Have you ever seen a better debut? Uh, Rarely. I mean, we all saw it coming, didn't we? (laughs) All of us. (laughs) Look... uh... I've been working alongside Bennett as a journo coach relationship uh, since 76. And nothing surprises me about him. Uh, quite frankly, he just built a tough, old, hard Ford pack. And he let, uh, he let everything run around that. Uh, the fact that Kafusi produced uh, a game for the ages and got all the, uh, all the men of the match accolades and the Arthur Beetson medal, mm. etc. Was, you know, was an inspiration to the young ones around him. So, look, it's... Uh, how you say a bits and bobs team he's had to assemble he, he didn't he didn't come in with a marquee player as we all know that the one that he was really chasing was Cameron Munster uh, that didn't happen in the end so he, he went with what he'd got and he played one of the premiership heavyweights and they gave them a talent but you talk about they played one of the premiership uh, heavyweights there's no hiding from the fact that this Roosters team on paper and so many people ticking them to either make the grand final or win the comp so it wasn't just that they were they were picking up off the West Tigers or anyone. It was a it was a proper it was a proper NRL team. What does it say about this team going forward? Uh, is there is there hope for the Dolphins that uh, this as you say this this old Ford pack of tough tough hombres that he's got might just be enough to uh, dent this competition this year? No, I think they certainly will. They, they're gonna they're gonna dent a few reputations uh, for sure. Look. Uh, I can even go back to the first day of the Broncos and uh, Bennett 35 years ago. They beat the reigning premiers that day, 44-10. Uh, and no, not too many of us saw it coming, even though that side boasted the likes of Lewis and Gene Miles and Greg Dowling and quite a few of the old Test hardheads. So we, we sort of expected something from the Broncos on their debut. We weren't expecting quite as much from the Dolphins, but... You know, we're all all too silly, I suppose, to underestimate Wayne Bennett, who is in his 70s now and just kept producing. But it, it's huge news over here uh, yeah. in Brisbane. It, it's been front and back page news. So just the fact that a team has made its debut, 32-odd thousand at Suncorp Stadium yesterday, a sea of red. They've got these little dolphin um, cut-out things that they all use and they're getting their fins out, as they say. <laughs> There was, a, there was a lot of noise at the stadium. So, look, I think it's fantastic. Um, as, as Wayne said in his press conference post-match, that it, it would have been a severe setback had they got a belting or had they been beaten. You know, there would have been a lot of people out there saying, well, we told you so. <laughs> well, now, now he's saying to us, to the sceptics, that, uh, look, see, I told you so. 
When you when you talk about that uh, thirty two thousand that was there and the, and the fan base that's now uh, starting to show themselves, would have they been two years ago Broncos fans who now have an affiliation with Redcliffe, or is this is this are these separate fans? Look, Brisbane is not completely Broncos exclusive uh, because of the the Super League wars quite a few years ago now, uh, and the arrival of the Broncos when we had a very healthy a club competition within Brisbane and the South East. So there are a few that never, ever attached themselves to the Broncos bandwagon, and they were looking for something to, you know, something to do, I suppose, on a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon. Uh, the Titans are a good hour or so down the highway at the Gold Coast. Uh, as we know, the Cowboys are a long way north. So a second team in this part of the world seemed in- inevitable. It finally came. So I think they've already got 20-odd thousand members. Uh, they've sold out next week's game at KO Stadium, which is down in their home area at Redcliffe on the on the peninsula here. So yeah, look, things are things are looking great, and they'll, they'll have a good. They've got a good solid base. Pat, if we look at the other matches in the NRL, Titans, you mentioned them. They're sitting in second, Dolphins in third after the first weekend. Obviously, the Roosters were upset. So too were the Panthers. What did you make of of the round one action? Well. In, in Brisbane at the moment, they're calling it a maroon wash. So all four Queensland teams victorious over the weekend. Don't know how many times we're going to see that for the rest <laughs> of the season, but, but we'll, celebrate, we'll celebrate in the moment. So, yeah, look, the, the Bronx over Penrith, at Penrith, yeah. uh, the loss of Kikau and Coruscant, uh is really coming home to bite, I think. Um, we know that they've been virtually untouchable the last couple of seasons. And they've they've raised the bar for for club sides, but they they looked a little vulnerable the other night, and the Broncos tackled their backsides off, if you'll excuse the French, and uh, yeah, they they rattled them. You know, it, it rained, so it was never going to be a high scoring match, and they kept them in bay. So the Broncos' win was outstanding. A uh, lot of lot of hype around the West Tigers and the, and the players they've signed, the new coaching regime. They were really disappointing. They were rattled by the Titans. And the Cowboys scraped home against a resurgent Raiders. So the, the four Queensland teams all victorious, and they're getting a lot of news here. I suppose of the others, um, Manly, outstanding. Gary mm. Cherry Evans, masterclass. And I've got to say, you know, the Warriors over here are, are pretty much everyone's second team because of, of, of what they've been through with COVID. And, and I don't think I'm overstating it when I say that, that Everyone has as a great empathy for what the Warriors had to go through and their families had to go through and their fans had to go through. Mm. So every time the Warriors grab a win, it's celebrated over here to, to a certain extent. It, it really is. There's no, you know, there's a, there's a great love and a great appreciation for what the Warriors did during COVID. Talking about the, the obviously the Warriors getting off and to a good start and, and I guess Warriors fans felt they certainly needed to, to start the, the season well, Pat, when you look at those other teams and a few of them you did mention, this far out, is it, is it already concerning? Obviously, you mentioned the Tigers. There's some, been some hype around them all off-season and then the Titans went and sort of put them away and obviously the Titans haven't exactly had the greatest few years either. No, that's right. and They come with a lot of hype, the Titans. They always seem to be because they paid that one-plus million for, for feeder who really wasn't worth it last year. He's playing for a contract. There's no doubt about that. He looks 
a little trimmer than he has been in previous seasons. And the fact that he's now got Kieran Foran there, quite frankly, last year, Justin Holbrook made no no bones about the fact that he couldn't wait for Foran to come and just add a little bit of experience to his spine. And to have him running, have Fafita running off Foran, they're going to be a threat this year. Any team, any team that's got Tito playing the way he is and a rampant Fafita are going to be in the conversation. So, you know, they're talking down about top hat. You've got to remember, round one, there was a lot of drop ball. There was yeah. a lot of, a lot of you know, clunky football. So let's, let's wait a couple of weeks. But I think the ones, you know, aside from the ones down the bottom, I think the, the, the team up top, Penrith, is the one that is, is going to be most under the microscope. Because, as I said, they've been the bar raisers over the last couple of years. And to lose the likes of Kikau and Corus, I, I think, is, is, well, is crucial. Now, just before we let you go, we'll circle back to that. I guess the top of the uh, conversation. Uh, have we sold out the, uh, is it round three clash when, uh, when the Bronx and the Dolphins get it on? It's going to be very close. Yeah, look, Suncorp holds 52 and a half. Um, I, I'm expecting 45 plus for that yeah. match and possibly a sellout. Um, as I said, they've sold out their new stadium called KO Stadium uh, out on the peninsula, out at Redcliffe. But uh, that, you know, the, the, the capacity for that stadium is uh, minuscule compared to Suncorp. But, yeah, I think they're going to get very close to 52 and a half at Suncorp for that, mate. That would be amazing. I feel like we need to find a way to take the show over to Suncorp <laughs> Stadium in two weeks' time. Thank you so much for your time, Pat. Brilliant to be able to chat to you. Pleasure. Thank Thanks, you mate. so much. Pat Welsh joining us from our SEN stable across the ditch. He is on our SEN queue, our Queensland breakfast show.